Welcome to the Adams Road podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. Every week we examine a chapter in the Bible and share music filled with God's Word. You can find our weekly content by searching Adams Road podcast on your podcast app. Let's start today by listening through Romans chapter 13. Let every soul be in subjection to the higher authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and those who exist are ordained by God. Therefore he who resists the authority withstands the ordinance of God, and those who withstand will receive to themselves judgment. For rulers are not a terror to the good work, but to the evil. Do you desire to have no fear of the authority? Do that which is good, and you will have praise from the authority. For he is a servant of God to you for good, But if you do that which is evil, be afraid, for he doesn't bear the sword in vain, for he is a servant of God, an avenger for wrath to him who does evil. Therefore you need to be in subjection, not only because of the wrath, but also for conscience sake. For this reason you also pay taxes, for they are servants of God's service, continually doing this very thing. Therefore give everyone what you owe, If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If customs, then customs. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not covet. And whatever other commandments there are, are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does not harm a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. Do this, knowing the time, that it is already time for you to awaken out of sleep. For salvation is now nearer to us than when we first believed. The night is far gone and the day is near. Let's therefore throw off the deeds of darkness, and let's put on the armor of light. Let's walk properly as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in sexual promiscuity and lustful acts, and not in strife and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision for the flesh for its lusts. Romans chapter 13. We are to be in submission to the authorities. Interesting thought that the authorities have been instituted by God. So we have all kinds of authorities, and I think specifically Paul's first and foremost talking about the governmental authorities. An interesting frame of reference here is that the Apostle Paul lived under the Emperor Nero. Nero was a tyrant by anyone's standards. Even the Romans basically knew this guy was off the rails. And we know that Nero would aggressively persecute and pursue Christians and kill many. And yet, in light of this, Paul's saying that we are to honor the governmental authorities. Submit to them. They've been instituted by God to fulfill his purposes. Now, normally, governmental authorities, they're there for structure. They're there to punish the wrongdoer so that there can be some sort of law and order. And for the most part, I think when Paul's talking about us submitting to governmental authorities, he's talking about submitting to them in as much as it doesn't conflict with God's word. For example, 
In Acts chapter 5, we have an example of where civil disobedience is allowed because what the governing authorities were asking Christians to do was opposing what God and his word assigns for us to do. For example, namely, they were to preach the name of Jesus. We are to go out into all the world and proclaim the gospel to all of creation. And so when a government comes by and says, no, you cannot preach in the name of Jesus, what is our response to be towards that? We have to realize that if we're going to oppose the governing authorities because we want to submit to God's word, we also have to be willing to accept there will be repercussions for opposing governmental authorities, but we need to be willing to take up our cross and follow Jesus. In one instance, in Acts chapter 5, the apostles were arrested because of their preaching. And it says in verse 27, And when they had brought them, they set them before the council. And the high priest questioned them, saying, We strictly charged you not to teach in this name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. Okay, so as a general rule, we should submit to governing authorities. But if they are specifically telling us to do something that opposes God's word, then we should submit to God rather than to men. Another example of this in the Bible would be King Nebuchadnezzar of the Babylonian kingdom. He wanted the Israelites and everyone under his kingdom to bow and pay homage to these false gods. There was an instance where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not willing to do this. And because they did not bow the knee to the false god, they were thrown in a fiery furnace. And yet God protected them. But their attitude was, even if he doesn't protect us, we still won't bow the knee to anyone except to the God of Israel. But yeah, for the most part, when we're doing what the government asks us to do, when it's actually regarding law and order, there's no fear in us because we know that we're doing what's right. But if we know, for example, that we're speeding and all of a sudden we get pulled over for that, that should strike fear into our hearts because we've broken the law and now there's going to be a consequence for that. So Paul says, if you want to have no fear of the one who is in authority, then just do what's good and you'll receive his approval. That means also paying taxes, like just pay your taxes. The Romans chapter 13 verse 7 says, pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. Some people will take that verse to mean that you should never get into debt in any circumstance. I don't personally believe that it means that. We shouldn't just be haphazardly spending money and going into debt, but I think if we are into debt for whatever reason, we need to pay what we owe at the proper time. So if we've signed an agreement to pay a certain amount of money due at a certain time, then we need to make those payments and honor the agreement that we made. Paul mentions the Mosaic Law, the Ten Commandments. He lists off some of them. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not covet. And he says any other commandment, they're summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Those who are led by the Spirit of God are not under the law. Paul talks about in Romans earlier that the law of the Spirit of life has set us free from the law of sin and death. And so when we are led by the Spirit as his sons, as the sons of God, then we're going to automatically be doing those things that the law requires. And Paul's given us a high standard to aim towards, love, and this isn't easy, and we're going to fall short of that. 
but we should be aiming towards the high calling that we have in Christ, knowing that there's going to be growth, progressional growth in Christ, and the Holy Spirit's going to empower us. Like as Paul taught in Corinthians, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, and we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. And this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. So remember back in Romans chapter 6, Paul was talking about life in the Spirit and Romans chapter 8, living in the Spirit. Here in chapters 12 and 13, the Holy Spirit through Paul is giving us very practical and specific application for how we are to live in the Spirit. We are to cast off the works of darkness Paul says, the night is far gone and the day is at hand. We're no longer in the night. The old has passed away, the new has come. Not in orgies, not in drunkenness, nor in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh to gratify its desires. Rejected by men for our sins And we hid our faces from Him Acquainted with grief for our peace His wounds bring us healing But He knew who He was and why He
best friends He is salvation for the world There is no greater love than this That He laid down His life for His friends He is salvation That was No Greater Love from the Adams Road album, Resurrected. Not by works of righteousness we've done But by faith in His mercy He saved us Tell me what good does it do To have faith but not produce Any good works can Such a faith save us Jesus said I am the true vine You are just branches and should abide Branches and should abide in me 
That was Fruits of True Faith from the Adams Road album, Great Commission. That was Onward Christian Soldiers from the instrumental album Hymns of the Faith.
You can download all of our instrumental piano music content from our website. If you're listening to this content today through the radio broadcast, we just want to let you know that this content is also released as a podcast on a weekly basis. You can find it by searching Adams Road Podcast. Micah Wilder, a member of our ministry, recently wrote a book called Passport to Heaven. As I lay there contemplating the vastness of the love that had been so extraordinarily conveyed to me, the magnitude of Christ's atonement exploded in my heart like a supernova, radiating far beyond my mortal vessel and bringing with it the desire to fall to my knees. The Holy Spirit then began painting a picture of perfect love before me in mere seconds that I had waited a lifetime to understand. Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God, after having been betrayed and falsely condemned, was dragged into the streets of Jerusalem, where he was brutally beaten, fiercely scourged, spat upon, and publicly scorned. The blameless and spotless Lamb of God cried in agony as a vicious crown of thorns was thrust onto his head, and the Roman soldiers mocked him, saying, Behold, the King of the Jews. And yet Jesus was the King of all kings and now sits triumphantly at the right hand of God. Through him, the vast universe and all its glory was created. And yet he was led to Calvary, where he was crucified on a tree formed by his own hands, nailed to it by the very people he came to redeem. And there, on Golgotha's rocky hill, the very Word of God made flesh, endured with incomparable humility the most excruciating and harrowing death the world has ever seen. God's immeasurable love for all mankind was on full, heartbreaking display as Jesus bore in his stricken body the sins, iniquities, and infirmities of the world. Bleeding the precious blood of eternal atonement on the cross, the Messiah paid, in full measure, the debt that we owed God because of our transgressions. But this priceless offering wasn't just a collective sacrifice, it was personal, it was intimate, it was for me. The Savior of the world drank the cup of wrath that I deserved and freely poured out his soul to death for me. As my kingly substitute, he willingly took my place on the cross of Calvary and died on my behalf, a guilty sinner all the while looking into my eyes and proclaiming his ineffable love for me. Jesus endured a transcendent passion that was driven by an infinite and intimate love that surpasses all knowledge and understanding. He suffered and died because he loved, and for the joy that was set before him, Christ endured the cross. My salvation was that joy. How could anyone love me so much? It was only in this metamorphic flash of grace that it was impressed on me with such an unparalleled intensity just how deep and wide and magnificent that love really was. A love that drove Christ to endure the unthinkable and while suffering unspeakable pain, see my very face. This was a profound love that encompassed the very essence and nature of God himself. This was the sacrificial agape love I had long been waiting for. The only love that could eternally satisfy. Truly, there is no greater expression of love.
Passport to Heaven can be found wherever books are sold. This is the Adams Road Podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. You can learn more about us at adamsroadministry.com. Again, that's adamsroadministry.com. We release a new podcast episode every Saturday. Feel free to join us next week as we examine Romans chapter 14. Grace and peace be with you all.